Hi, I'm Akhilora. And I'm Rohan Nahar. Welcome to The Long Take. This week we're discussing the new Fahad Vassal movie, which came out in theaters like 2-3 weeks ago, merely, and it's already on streaming. It's called Malin Kunyu. Uh, it's advertised as a survival thriller, and it isn't really, at least for like, more than half the movie, and then does does become that. Uh, how did you take that one? I was not okay with the false advertising. Uh, I mean, it would depend on how much advertising you've consumed. And I, I think had... that was the only bit I got. Like, I didn't see the trailer, <laughs> and literally, I don't. Mm. I like going into movies blind, but for some reason, I think I I googled it after you sent it to me. Like, we were mm. doing this this week, and I think literally the two things I read was survival thriller some, somewhere. I can't even remember where I read it. But I was like, mm. okay, I read that. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop here before I consume anything else, and then watch it blind. But then that was stuck mm. in the back of my head as the movie started, and it just kept going. And I was like, this is just a drama. Like, why is this a drama? Like, when is that gonna happen? When is that gonna happen? And then it happens like sixty-six minutes into the movie or something. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well past the um, interval mark or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, we've done a few. Malayalam films on mm-hmm. this podcast, and this is kind of like we've spoken about this before. Also, like they like to take their time, right? <laughs> With setting up the the not just the characters and the the setting, and you know the the, the supporting players and everything, but also yeah. like a lot of backstory and a lot of like character work happens. Essentially, the first act. Yeah, I feel like I've um, literally said the same criticism for like some other Malayalam movie where I've been like, do the thing first and then develop the characters while you're doing the thing, right? Like, because when he does get eventually stuck into the situation, uh, mm. my references sort of were like either like sort of you can think of you know like which like I stopped thinking of immediately was that the movie where he's stuck in a coffin, right? Like, what's that one? Buried. Um, buried. Yeah, Renners. and then obviously, but then I start thinking more of like 127 hours. Uh, because it's just like the things he has to go through and and all that, but I was like, which what? also has a more direct connection with A R Rahman, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was, I was like thinking of that because like, I I like the fact that they I think they took fifteen minutes something before he gets stuck in his hand in the rock, and they mm. develop like his backstory through like him dreaming or like whatever, right? Like of his family while he's stuck there and you know mm. barely surviving. So I prefer that approach where you like. Throw the character into the situation and then develop him, rather than develop the character for like ages and ages and then throw him into the situation. I don't know. I kind of dig this right uh, writing style. Um, I mean, far far like this is a complaint that we make on virtually a weekly basis on this podcast mm. is that stop doing plot, <laughs> chill it, focus mm. on people. Um, and this movie doesn't do plot at all for like a solid hour, right? It's just like a movie. Yeah, he's piece. sulking like a, around. He's sulking around, and you're like, I don't like this person. And the movie is going out of its way to tell you that this is not a nice person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, like, a guy who like, throws tantrums, a guy in his thirties, hmm. like late thirties, clearly, if like he's around the actor's age, living with his mother, mother's basically caring for him, and he throws hmm. tantrums because the baby is crying and he can't focus. Like, dude, get over yourself. Yeah. But you know, crucially, like we com- we complain about this often, is that movies in India, Bollywood, and all, they forgive people like him, hmm. and invariably they're the heroes, right? Hmm. Um, this movie constantly calls him out on his bad behavior, right? Hmm. The mother is like, "I'm fed up." Like the sisters, like stay. Yeah, sisters basically like me. like ran away and be like, I mean, and n- no contact. Right? She's like, "Yeah, th- this guy is yeah. not gonna do anything." Um, 
other people in the town gets pulled like, into like yeah he, a town gets pulled into by the police as well who like reprimand him as well at some point yeah i mean he's the town loony right like everyone's like <laughs> basically yeah he's like we were like with his like whatever he's probably like, the only one who can do the things that he does in the in the village so, like they're like hmm. they tolerate him in some way but outside of that they do not want to tolerate him at all like he's yeah, shining he's like out. a torch at a newborn's house like bro like you should literally be put in jail a literal newborn yeah yeah and he comes he is an outcast in every way like mm-hmm. he's not just you know physically outcast he stays separately from his mother like they yeah. they live in the same house but he's very isolated right um, yeah how so i feel like there's like two entrances to that house because like one's the entrance for the mother and the one's yeah. the entrance for him yeah it's very very like strange like the movie is going out of its way to be like oh no this person is on the fringes of society at this point right and yeah, you're wondering and from the fact why. that he's even rejecting society right he's like screw the government and their like relief camps they don't actually mm. care for us like they have agendas like i'm not going to just stay here which is yeah, like, what gets him into the situation he's a qn on person man like almost <laughs> he he's a full loony likes living in his ba- like those people in borat you know the yeah, basement people yeah <laughs> he's, he's he's that and, yeah he's that um, So after a point you have to ask yourself like do I care about a uh, basement dwelling loony <laughs> in like going nowhere in life who's going nowhere in life nobody likes him and yeah like um, the kid there is like no I feel like after the backstory was being developed I thought at some point like the grieving part is also going to include like some like you know like missed romantic connection or something that he had in life but clearly oh, yeah. he had no yeah. one in his life <laughs> he's just None of it's that. his dad and like his sister ran away with someone but he himself has never clearly i mean if he's experienced like love or heartbreak then that's not big enough to show ha huh, and even the so the 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 main whatever thing that broke him was his father's death right yeah and even and then he blames that his sister ha huh, and we get just one essentially one flashback sequence with of him with his father as a child right hmm. like you would imagine that if something is so pivotal to this person's like being you'd have more of a if the movie's going to spend like an hour on him and telling his back so you'd imagine that there's going to be more father son time so that yeah, when yeah and the first one happened i was like oh they're going to go through the ages right they're going to be like oh look at him nahin, right now yeah i thought like it was like anil at the age on this age and then like at a different age but like they just like anil at this age and then directly jump to the wedding i'm like okay like theek hai nothing in between i guess i think in between um there is that and then obviously yeah, the wedding thing happens which the movie kind of it's not linear but i wouldn't classify it as non linear either you know um, but then the wedding is like it's kind of baked in that oh something happened with the sister and some sort of conflict happened which after which the father died and the movie kind of, the first hour of the movie kind of tells that story from start to finish right? it's like yeah. a, like a movie like a, like a like a movie in it in itself um, yeah it's like almost like catching you up in a story before they're like everything's gonna go to like hell now huh and more than even a survival thriller so the movie is basically set in this place which is prone to landslides apparently right and yeah. this is real um hmm. it happens every year and um like it, it's almost matter of fact for the people right like for his brother-in-law and others in the village they're like oh ha ye to har saal hota hai and this is what we're supposed to do right we're supposed to go to the camps you're going to stay there and then when it's better we'll just go back home mm. uh and this guy's kind of fed up with that right and i a part of me is also like he is not only like a misanthrope like he doesn't 
probably like anybody but he's also like he doesn't really have much will to live at this point like when we meet him like this yeah. person is at the end of his whatever like he has no tether to life right tether to life and plus um, also like the other reason he doesn't need to be want to be at relief have is because as we said before everyone doesn't mm-hmm. like him so obviously mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be around everyone exactly yeah so multiple reasons so right? he doesn't want to be around people yeah. and doesn't want to be around people that but doesn't want like to be around his own really. mother so obviously he doesn't want to be around like 40 mm-hmm. 50 people in a cram space for like i don't know how long like two weeks or something yeah but a part of me is also like oh does this guy want to die like does he like does he not want like is a part yeah, of yeah cuz like in, you can extend that analogy right almost in a way like mm-hmm. like he he sure like externally he blames the sister for father's death but then in a way like the father's loss he's not taking upon his own head right like it's like the dad died like when like, i should why am i alive then like why you know like almost like that kind of this is like guilt involved with the grief as well yeah and um ha like jab when the when the landslide happens and the quote unquote survival thriller portion begins i don't even think it was much of a survival thriller it's almost it, the movie kind of takes on this very like surrealistic kind of tone Hmm. during that entire stretch right um it's like multiple times like ek do bar to definitely hota hai like you know the the 127 hours character who imagined his future family i think right yeah he, he imagined his family which gave him like will to live and like Haan. actually cut his hand until then he was basically like not like really pushing himself and after one he's like okay i have to get out of here this is not mm-hmm. working तो इसमें इस द ऑपोजिट राइट ही ही हैज अ विजन ऑफ हिज डेड फादर या हु एंड दिस हैपेंस इमीडिएटली लाइक 127 आवर्स में तो एंड में होता है जाके वो फैमिली दिखती है इसमें इमीडिएटली द मोमेंट ही इज लाइक ट्रैप्ड ही सीज अ विजन ऑफ हिज डेड फादर एंड इट्स वेरी लाइक यू नो एक्सप्रेशनिस्टिक काइंड ऑफ सिचुएशन एंड द फादर लिटरली टेल्स हिम दैट यू नो हियर यू हैव टू लिव यू हैव टू सेव दैट बेबी and yeah. you have to stop yeah he gives them a mission like when they, it's like they put him in water they like abhi need to define your purpose in life because you clearly didn't have a purpose for 60 mm. minutes so we need to mm. give you a purpose now that will survive you like push you into basically the third act right and the hero has to go on a journey at some point the hero can just be yeah. aimless for like the entire movie for that like 60 minutes purpose nahi tha he hasn't had a purpose his entire life right those 60 yeah, minutes possibly. represent his entire <laughs> life yeah and um, Yeah so at this point when this happens when he, when the vision happens when the father's like you know don't be casteist or whatever and don't be mean don't be this <laughs> I'm like okay I mean I was expecting some kind of a redemption till but do I care enough and as it turns out yeah man like um, I was like ha oh, theek hai like he he's terrible but like I suppose everyone deserves to live right? like, like I mean you when you push it to that extent hmm. like I don't want people to like die in in suffocate under like sand so this was and the, like water right it's not like that the, kind of thing ha it was the christopher nolan thing also right he he deliberately did not give characters like any discernible you know like human emotion or whatever beyond survival in dunkirk hmm. is that wo yahi enough hai like you don't need to know inka ghar pe kya chal raha hai this that you know yeah. like fiance back at home dead parents this but all you need to know and all you need to empathize with is these people are in a very very difficult situation and as a human watching this movie you want them to survive yeah but this is different because we've been told that this person is is evil. not a good person <laughs> like, like, like it's so, not like you know like it's it's a different thing when you like make a western where everyone's terrible to each other 
and then we mm. we support the protagonist who we are watching regardless because they're like oh this is the person the movie has chosen to follow mm. and they are at least mm. surviving in a world that is like pushed the edges right but in this world mm. he's the only everyone around him is quite nice so then that way it's become like a weird thing like okay then why are we following him like why must we huh. like why must he deserve to like be like the protagonist of the story exactly but then that that made it more interesting for me i was like hmm. okay so the movie is the movie is this is the movie is doing this right the movie is making it in a way difficult for itself right it would have been so much easier yep. to be like yeah, yeah. like if you give us a good guy yeah. who like loves kids and like lost his own kid like and he's grieving over that and then so that's the story and you're like oh please don't yeah. die please don't like please don't kill him like we root for him but like here uh-huh. they've actively chosen the writer has chosen ki like they're going to write someone who is mm. not a good person and then mm. through their actions or whatever because like that's what the the, the journey is right like he goes from shining a Da- like super high powered beam into the baby's eyes to like saving the baby to say literally saving the baby right so it's yeah. not even like subtle you know evolution it's like yeah. pura 360 degree this person has changed <laughs> in this whatever however long he has spent in this uh, cave yeah situation. and it, it's all right. sort of implied by the end that there is a chance that he's probably going to adopt her or something i don't know what's going on there Because she, uh, she doesn't have any family left, right? Which is what I sensed also. Which is what I sensed. Yeah, also. because, because that's the, the like, way you, you frame it. Like it's just like the m- movies have given us that convention, right? If if like you end on a shot where the baby's mm. in the like the thing and he's like the the guy's literally watching over her. Like what else are you mm. implying? You're implying he's gonna have to be like think of fatherhood now. Yeah, because they do. They have some kind of throwaway line also, like it. Fourteen people died. and the mother is of his yeah. mother is obviously so dead so it's pretty much taken mm. away like ponies like family mm. so like it doesn't leave much ex- unless like he's now clear like again like be like oh i don't like kids so like let her go to an orphan house <laughs> which at this point like would be out of step with the character given the yeah because he that. is as a person who was so devoted to his own parent you know it makes sense for him to one yeah. day kind of step into that uh, space himself and now he's like Im- very emotionally attached to this person right because it's literally like that's the survival aspect of it like it that sort of like bonds you in a yes. way right also at this point he's lost both his parents right so he is like the child mm. both of them are like orphans together um yeah so yeah all that makes sense to me and the entire um you know survival thriller or whatever stretch is also like you know like gravity it's like this rebirth sequence so, you know he's he's uh, he's mm. literally like the caves are almost like the insides of a womb and he's coming out right yeah which is like sort of in that way how it's connected to like i mean i found it weird initially like why he was doing that so like he comes as he's he's trying to get higher and higher right like so he do if you trying to like escape out but like, literally jata mm. at one point like the Yeah, but at one point where the water starts swelling up, you're like, okay, you should run away. Like the water's like mm. coming up, but like he does the opposite. He goes towards the water because he sees like the the body mm. of the dead father, mm. right? I'm like, why is he like reimmersing himself into a situation he just came mm. out of? But that's because like that's his like castest whatever like moment of like reconciliation, right? It's almost like him paying respects mm. to the guy and sort of getting over his. problems yeah, that so he had yeah so it's almost like a video know, game he's processing those like mission 
सिचुएशन राइट बिकॉज फादर्स लाइफ तो ये तीन चीजें देखो सॉर्ट करनी है अपनी लाइफ में करेक्ट हिज कास्ट वेज फाइंड लाइक ऑन अ वेरी बेसिक लेवल एंड देन ही काइंड ऑफ Yeah, he like he mentions that he could just like stayed in one position, just like died from that wound. Mm-hmm. But like he finds a way to like mm-hmm. cake up mm-hmm. whatever, pack up yeah, the wound, and, and he makes way. amends with uh, the baby that he's been torturing <laughs> for some reason. So, <laughs> how uh, all that is happening? While and the, this whatever, like how long is it? Like forty-five minutes, solid forty-five minutes. Is, the stretch is actually even shorter, I think, because the thing is, it's for it. Movie has forty five minutes left the moment it starts off the survival thing, but then the last mm. it saves like ten minutes I think for the resolution for all the hospital oh, yeah, scene correct. and the media frenzy. So actually, correct. the survival part I think is only like half an hour actually. Half an hour, yeah. Two hour movie. It's um one hour fifty movie. It's um, yeah. I feel like in that sense, like for me, like I'm still gonna go back to that. Like it could have been like a solid like ninety minute B movie thriller and and like mm. just like kick off with like your. उस Like it's like it's that moment is crafted so that he can be like reunited with his sister who lives across. Coincidentally, mm. Uh, mm. like stuff like those. I mean, they just like, those scenes are like so throwaway now. Like you've put like the meat and bones of your story, like the actual like it's called thriller for a reason. Like those moments where he's mm. literally fighting for his life so deep into your movie that the f- moments that came before it, I'm like okay, but like half of this could have probably like been cut away. Um. Huh. I mean, I I guess for me it's different because I didn't know it was a survival thriller, and the whole yeah. I guess yeah. If you're not yeah, if you're not expecting it, then yeah, you just then it's like two movies <laughs> for you, right? You know, watching one movie and then it transforms into a different movie. Like what's yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. So there was I don't remember which one. I think it's called Arakariam or something last year. This film, um, mm. basically set in a plantation, and this couple comes. This is set during the pandemic, also like many. Malayalam films, hmm. and this couple comes to this plantation where the father lives alone uh, for the lockdown, and so right. an hour into this movie, nothing has happened. This 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 couple has moved back in, and they're just <laughs> like, "Oh my god, we can't stay with this old man. It's so weird." And then halfway through the film, the film's like, "Oh, there's a dead body buried on the grounds." <laughs> And the father had killed the person many years ago, and this and the couple discovers oh it. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> so a part of me is like, also, I don't know, like subconsciously expecting the narrative to flow in a certain way. But then also, when the whole survival thing happened, like I said, it didn't even play like a thriller to me. It played more like a surrealist kind of fantasy sequence almost. Right. So. Yeah, my experience was completely different. I suppose. No, no, I can understand that. Yeah, if like if I need to have those two words, then I wouldn't be like expecting anything, right? And then I'll just be like, okay, this movie is going. This movie is about a, as I said before, the movie is about a guy in his late thirties who hates society and is supposed to like follow him for like two huh. hours now. Okay. So, pehla first hour is this like, like a Manchester by the sea, but except he didn't lose anyone. <laughs> yeah. So first first hour was like full character study about this terrible yeah. person, and the second hour was like. 
um like a surrealist movie with like symbolism and then obviously the environmentalism stuff you know any movie that does like you know we are damaging the earth is like making a statement which i have to kind yeah. of uh, acknowledge as well so i all, the second half was full of like you know metaphor and stuff for me it i didn't even like watch it like in a literal way or like um but ha most of it with the thing that does combine the first and second halves of this movie so most of it is basically silent like even when he's above ground he's not really talking to anyone he's just staying by himself type yeah that's my design and the second half like when he gets body dressing the the most common line is basically him shouting punni ha that's and, it that's literally what happens and the sound mm-hmm. of rocks if you count that yeah. yeah if you i mean it's weird because it is like a major major movie star doing like essentially like a, a above the title like single person role right almost it's yeah. kind of experimental and kind of risky you know to play such a detestable person and then be like oh now we're going to like claw our way so not only is the character clawing its way his way out of the you know hmm. cave but it's also like clawing he's also clawing his way back into like the good books of people who are watching him because you're like how will you do that right. um, how will you kind of make us empathize with what you're going through yeah it didn't feel long to me either like it's for it's longish only it's almost 2 hours right i think and it's like 1/50 including yeah. whatever credits so the last yeah, one that we did minutes. of mahesh narayanan and fahad fasil was long like properly long it was epic yeah right. like malik was like almost like a godfather right yeah it was really long it was like it was, it was so weird like that was like the opposite of this like 55 characters in that movie <laughs> multiple timelines so much happening and this one's like oh yeah here's this one person yeah that movie like went on forever in some ways like cuz they they kept shifting like what they were following and you're like oh, okay this chapter <laughs> of his life is left i thought the movie ended here but then we doesn't end here the movie's going to end in like another 40 minutes don't talk about ar rahman because a lot I like i was like that up i was like what do you hmm. think of the score others too much you think it was like yeah right too like much. i felt like i had the same reaction i was like it's like they got ar rahman and then i don't know if they asked ar rahman to like be like oh you should people should notice your score is there or maybe hmm. ar rahman was like my score i mean that, he wouldn't do that right like he would just serve the story like i doesn't sound like a guy who would be like my score should be noticeable i am hans zimmer like it's oh. <laughs> like a guy who will serve the story but funnily so, enough like, ar rahman so noticeable is is running a sweatshop like Hans Zimmer nowadays right so i can't even be sure if this is an ar rahman or this is oh, like right right like he just like outsourced it to some guy cuz like to his i own did children. i didn't like see a full interview but i did like only thing i know is he was brought on board after the movie was ready from what i know yeah so apparently like um, so it's not like one of those like you know like how like we talk about nolan this mm. before you just mentioned him so like i mean that's the only reference i was like I'm thinking that Nolan always like is like he literally goes to the score person first, right? Mm-hmm. He hasn't like even shot a f- frame, and he'll go to the score person and be like, "Okay, you start designing," and then he'll start playing the score on set while the actors are performing and all that. But this is the full opposite thing here. Like he had the entire film ready and then showed the film, and they're like, "Can you do a score now?" Apparently, he was like, he didn't even have time properly. But he was like, but then he somehow found a way. Do we know? So I'm guessing somehow found a way is 
someone else did it i'm guessing the it was already scored then at that point like another version of this exists right do you know who did it who did what the original score oh i have no idea i don't think the credits exist Let for that google <clears throat> so i probably try to bury that information right there is a um, on wikipedia it says sushin sham was selected as the music composer is replaced by uh, okay. rahman so yeah which i guess his yeah, his whatever stock score or like first draft was overwritten mm-hmm. uh i don't know or maybe they were just like they tried to get ar rahman for like 16 months and then finally agree and they were like ab kaise mana kar rahe even though we completed the movie well no rahman said he was like in dubai or something and he got a call from fathwas and he was like i want to show you a movie okay so i don't know whatever but yeah like i think whatever i mean those things are obviously ancillary to the actual thing with the fact is that overcompensate why is the score so noticeable yeah like why is it like almost overpowering the movie at sometimes yeah which is weird because ar rahman did the 127 hours score right and that was very yeah. very different like that was obviously that was that. yeah it's cuz all about like what the director asks of this composer mm-hmm. right like if a director doesn't like tell them ki this scene should be like going mm-hmm. to this note then like the composer won't deliver that so also rahman like, he at no point is the score uh score for a survival thriller or even like a yeah, yeah. intense no, no, it's a, almost like romantic the score exactly yeah mm. it's not even a score for like you know this guy is like lonely and sad score mm. it's not that score either it's mm. almost like a playful like over in the villages like yeah. foxy score yeah yeah it's very it it feels very out of place uh yeah. for the kind of film that it is you know it's not ruminative mm. it's kind of very external which is Yeah. strange because the entire movie is about and like ye sab kya ho raha hai yahan pe matlab like everyone's very sad and roaming around sulking around and like your score is like almost like dancing yeah yeah the score is very like uh, almost uplifting in a way it's it's, yeah. it's almost willing the character to go. but it's weird because i would have imagined a more like introspective kind of thing because the entire movie is spent inside this person's head um or in his orbit um but this Uh, yeah it's interesting to talk about how the score came about but like yeah it feels very like unusual for this kind of film yeah i guess that does it i guess it does all right thank you for tuning in that's all for this episode of the long take uh you can follow us in facebook twitter youtube and instagram at the long take pod you can write to us at the long take pod at gmail.com Uh please leave us a rating and a review for this episode and we will see you next week